Yo, what's up, peeps? Welcome back to another episode of Your Man Job, buddy! Wow, what an intro from a man, Miller. Great stuff. Well, this is episode 6 of Your Mind, Your Body. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Andrew Musselwhite from Aberdeen Life Education Centre. Welcome along, Andrew. How are you doing today? I'm fine. Thank you very much, Mitchell. Thank you for having me on. No problem. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. So, guys, Andrew has come along today to have a wee chat with us about the great work that Alec are currently doing around children's well-being. Um, I'll hand over to Andrew to introduce yourself, Andrew, and tell us a little bit more about Alec for, for the listeners who might not know about the great work you guys do. Thank you very much. So, um, my name's Andy. Um, I'm a teacher that works within Aberdeenshire Life Education Centres. Um, so, Alec, as an entity, it's a, a registered Scottish charity which was launched in 1997. Um, we work under the umbrella charity Coram Life Education, which actually is the oldest children's charity in the UK. Um, we've been delivering in schools since about 2001. So we work in partnership with Aberdeenshire Council and the Rotary Clubs of Aberdeenshire. Okay. So there is a real partnership working there. Um, the council employ me and my two colleagues, Susan and Amy, who are all qualified teachers, uh, to deliver life education sessions in all the schools within Aberdeenshire. So in a typical year, we'll deliver sessions to around 23,000 kids um, from primary one to seven and also in secondary schools as well. So. Quorum Life Education, they provide the lesson material that we deliver. The Rotary Clubs of Aberdeenshire, they raise and provide funds for our equipment and specialist training requirements when necessary. And Aberdeenshire Council employ me as a teacher and my two colleagues as centrally contracted teachers to work in the schools. Oh, excellent. Yeah, uh, yeah sounds brilliant. Um, like you say, some real strong links there between the councils and the Rotary Clubs to deliver these sessions. Um, I'll be honest, I'm surprised. I wasn't expecting it to be as much as over 20,000 sessions um, being delivered. What, 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 sort of, what sort of sessions do you deliver? Um, what, what's a typical session look like? It's um, it's quite unique, actually. Um, and Alec is really unique in Scotland. Um, no lo other local authority actually does it. Um, right. So when, when we think about what actually is life education, um, it basically provides children with the opportunity to develop life skills that oh, will help them meet the challenges that they may face in their daily lives. So that could be challenges in terms of their friendships and perhaps tricky situations that may occur yeah. uh, that may require them to use their reserves of inner resilience. We teach kids how to be assertive. Um, how to encourage their critical thinking skills. Um, and we work at developmentally appropriate levels for the ages of the children we're teaching. And if you've ever heard of Harold the Giraffe, uh, yeah. he's the main character that we use within our early and middle stage sessions in nursery to primary five. And these sessions, they kind of follow a storyline okay. where Harold encounters various issues with his friends. And through this medium, the children learn about how to maintain their emotional well-being and friendships in a kind of a positive way. Um, as we go up the school, uh, our fundamental focus is actually on substance misuse. Uh, okay. And we started in 2001 delivering in schools primarily as a, a drug and substance misuse education resource. Uh, since then, our focus has broadened and we now kind of weave in content about how to maintain and improve our emotional well-being um, and also how to stay safe online, internet safety. Good. Excellent. There are some real skills there that young people 
need in life. And it's really great that these sessions are bringing raising raising awareness of them and educating the kids on them, especially given the past year that we've all lived through um, with the children, you know, being socially distanced from their friends and that. It's obviously bound to have a detrimental effect. But the skills, the friendship, resilience skills that you've been working with these children is bound to hold them in good stead over this past year. Um, do you think that the, the classes, the sessions you've delivered up until now will have helped these children over the past year cope with, with the lockdown and not seeing their friends as much? We'd, we'd certainly hope so. Um, it must have been a real challenge for, for many kids, uh, this whole situation, and adults as well. Definitely, yeah. Children, like adults, they're all, they're all different and they react to different situations in different ways. But certainly they could be missing contact with their peers and all the social interactions that allow for things like compromise and negotiation and standing up for yourself, etc. Um, and all these social activities are vital for for children's emotional development at all ages, really. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. It's absolutely critical for their development. Um, you just you just worry that being out of school for such a long period of time, I know we've been back and forth, but being out of school, we worry about how our children's well-being has been directly affected. Um, yeah, this is this is period. one of the great unknowns. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there have been some sort of studies that have looked at uh, kids' well-being. They found that there has been an increase in uh, mental disorders. Uh, I think okay. is it ten uh, percent in 2017, up to sixteen percent, uh, and that was published on the 17th of December, I think. So it is one of these great unknowns, um, and certainly, yeah, it's it's a concern for many people. Yeah, I can I can well believe that that starts because. Obviously, and quite rightly, a lot of focus around parents' well-being and you know adults' mental health. But we need to think about these our children, do we? I mean, this is affecting all walks of life. Um, you're still teaching virtually at the moment, is that is that right? Yes, um, we've got a, a number of resources which we've been working on. Um, we were within schools face to face in term two until the the second lockdown was announced. Um, and from there, we've been working on virtual resources and things that can actually support uh, the schools that that we service. So, um, if we were to give you some examples. Uh, our main resource, which is used heavily by schools, is a website called SCARF, uh, which okay. is run by Quorum Life Education. Uh, the, the website is www.quorumlifeeducation.org.uk. Um, it's a, primarily a teaching resource, um, although there are certain parts of the website that parents can access for support as well. And SCARF itself, it stands for Safety, Caring, Achievement resilience and friendship and it's a free resource to all schools in Aberdeenshire because of Alex's partnership yeah. with Aberdeenshire Council that I mentioned earlier. Um, so in other areas of the UK because it is a national resource schools have, should actually have to pay for it to access it um, however the Aberdeenshire schools get it for free. So it's it's got by maybe like 400 pre-planned lessons that focus on allowing teachers to deliver like a high quality health and well-being curriculum for all kids from nursery to primary seven. Uh, and it's seen a a massive upsur massive upsurge in use since uh, the I pandemic began. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say. Obviously, you mentioned there that there's teaching resources, 
uh, and free resources. So have these been tapped into over this period of lockdown from parents and schools alike? Yeah, we've we've seen a almost 160% increase in uh, really? the usage of the SCARF website. Yeah, um, about 14,000 lessons were viewed by teachers in term two alone. Uh, it's a massive increase. Um, it's something that's heavily used by by about 80% of the schools in Aberdeenshire. Um, we haven't just got the, the resources for the teachers, um, we've got resources for parents as well. We have a social media presence. Um, if you look on Facebook, you'll find us in Aberdeenshire Life Education Centres. Um, we've got something called Harold's Daily Diary. Um, okay. this, this started on day one of lockdown, uh, the 23rd of March 2020. Uh, and it's, it's a direct way of engaging children with Harold the giraffe uh, it's kind of primarily aimed at early stages but we've, we've anecdotally found that the older ones quite like it as well <laughs> and basically what he does he kind of promotes health and well-being with fun activities uh, different themes mindful Monday tryout Tuesday workout Wednesday think of others Thursday and I think it's friendship Fridays oh, so families cool. can read and kind of take inspiration from that um, the schools, we've also got a resource called Scarf at Home, uh, which was initially developed for youngsters if they were isolating while the rest of the class were in school. However, these materials have actually really come into their own during this most recent lockdown, as the teachers have actually been able to use it as their health and wellbeing lesson framework that they can send home to, to parents. So it's really good um, then, is it? Yeah. That's great. That's great. It, it has been, yeah. The majority of schools we've asked um, you know they, they've they've requested face-to-face -face delivery if we possibly can. Um, however, we are able to work in schools virtually as well. Um, we have some virtual programs called Live Online, um, which we're actually going to be uh, using within some schools uh, in the next few weeks because you know the P1s to threes have just come back in, mm -hmm. and we want to try and support those youngsters with their reintegration. And they primarily focus on emotional well-being. These yeah. particular sessions that we do. Yeah, I mean, because again, it's reintegration, is it? Like you just mentioned there, it's it's, yeah. it's going to be difficult for for our children to adapt to the new new the new norms, and you know, it's great the schools are going back. I think it's brilliant. I think our children and my children need to be around, you know, the, you know their peers and interacting. But it, but it's going to be challenging for them and challenging for the teachers. Um, so these resources that have been so widely used which is great parents can access them if they haven't already done so um because obviously there's a lot yeah. a lot of Aberdeenshire employees are parents and if they're unaware of this they, they can it's easy enough to navigate this website and they can download session plans and enroll them out from home easy enough yeah the, the schools uh, primarily have access to SCARF and what they're able to do is uh, send um, links home to parents okay excellent um, the, the social media site we've got does have uh, links as well that parents can directly access. There are other areas of the SCARF website that are password protected and just for, yeah. for teaching. There are some parents' areas as well. No, but then the parents could just, if the parents follow your page on Facebook and etc., then they can access some of the some of the resource from there, which is, I mean, everything just goes hand in hand together, really. If you're at home with your children and your homeschool and it is difficult so if there's any resources out there that parents can tap into and use to help make the sessions easier you know more enjoyable more interactive for the children 
uh, absolutely creates, and, a, and creates uh, a better atmosphere in the home speaking from experience there <laughs> <laughs> well indeed um you know, there, there is a, a snowball effect that, that has probably hit parents, really, with regard to just how much they've been expected to do. Yeah. I mean, fundamentally, you know, parents, they want to be the best parent they can be. But yeah. uh, from my point of view, um, the lines between parent, teacher and friend have actually probably become blurred quite a bit um, with this uh, lockdown. Um, yeah, you can imagine all the emotions of the day can be cooped up in one home without the release time of a walk home from school or time yeah. inside your car and things like that. So it can be incredibly difficult. Um, but the other thing really that's quite challenging for the kids, um, it's it's quite important to remember that kids are used to going to a school setting that they associate with kind of the challenge of learning mm -hmm. and kind of accepting that challenge. And suddenly now we're asking them to try to replicate that in a home setting that they find maybe more commonly associated with things like relaxation, parental nurture, plus the fact that, for example, the TV or the games console is sitting there yeah. as a constant distraction. So it can be kind of quite difficult to reconcile that, and it can cause friction in the home. And uh, parents may also feel the pressure of ensuring that their child does the work mm -hmm. that's been set, as well as try to juggle their own work or domestic commitments as well. So sure. it can be quite a challenge for the whole family. Yeah, it's it, yeah. I mean, it is it is challenging. You're quite right there. Again, speaking from personal experience, um, it's finding it's finding that balance really between learn teaching, learning, doing your own work as well. But I think that's a really good point you made there. It's 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 almost like our mindset, our home is where we go to relax and unwind. And now we've we've got to reboot ourselves to think that this is our this is now where we learn as well as relax and I think over mm -hmm. the past year we've, we've all had highs and lows of teaching um, and trying to help our children and you know it's just resources and you know they, they were talking about Alec that can help support us you know deliver better sessions and help our children is fantastic but hopefully now well we hope now maybe coming towards the end um, of lockdown, let's, let's, hope so. <laughs> let's hope so indeed, and kids can get back. But in the immediate, in in the now, have you got any tips on, or tips to help parents continue with the teaching with children? Is there any like strategies? I, I I don't know what works and what doesn't work. I often find my children setting them sticking to the timetable given by the school helps. Um, have you got any tips to help parents over the next you know, few weeks while well, hopefully we ease out of maybe the lockdown before they get back to school to help with children's development? I suppose, really, the, in a nutshell, um, listen to your child and make sure that they're aware that you're you really thinking of their best interests at heart. Um, in terms of the whole homeschooling thing, um, where you know it can be quite difficult for them to concentrate, what I would probably say is if, if your child is really full of energy and doesn't seem to really be in the mood to do their schoolwork, then maybe right now when it's like that isn't the right time to try and push it yeah. and try to be flexible a little bit. I mean, I suppose some may respond really well to a, a, a timetable that's quite structured. However, not all kids are like that. No, they're not. Um, maybe it's better to kind of go put some music on, relax, or go outside and kick a ball around with them or something like that. And that kind of might release the pressure rather than cause it to mount up. Yeah. Uh, they can come back to it when it feels right. 
And and also as a parent, I think it's really important that you look after your own emotional well-being as well. You know, try and be kind, just kind to yourself, and be aware that each of us kind of needs a little bit of space at times. You know, yeah. Um, and try and kind of work something out which will give each of you in the home a precious moment to do something that that's just for you. So you've got a bit of me time as well. Because it's difficult when we're kind of uh, treading on each other's toes all the time. You know. Yeah, it is. It's so difficult and. Um... I, I disagree with everything you just said there. Like how we, at times, need to be a bit selfish towards ourselves and, and find time to do something we enjoy, a walk, read a book, you know, just a, a little bit of your own time to, to reboot and refocus um, and be mindful and be kind to each other because, like you say, we're, we're you know, treading on each other, um, you know, living on top of each other all these times. Like, uh, Excellent. Good stuff, good stuff. Uh, excellent. So it's brilliant stuff there uh, from Andrew and the great work that Alec are doing and the resources they've got available. Uh, Andrew, is there anything else um, you'd like to, to make our listeners aware of in terms of what Alec can offer, um, resources, etc.? Is there anything we, we, we haven't talked about that you think our listeners should know about? Um, well, we have our website, which is www.alec.org.uk, um, and that contains uh, links which may be helpful to parents. Uh, there's a parents Excellent. section within the website. Uh, we've also got um, our Facebook page, Aberdeenshire Life Education Centres. Uh, we've got well over a thousand followers on that now, oh, uh, but good. we'd always welcome more. Um, we're also on Instagram as well and Twitter. So um, there are plenty of resources on, on those websites, um, and we're just looking forward to getting back into schools and uh, working with the kids again. Excellent. Well, again, thank you. Thank you, Andrew, for coming along today and, and speaking to us. I know the listeners will have enjoyed listening to you, uh, and I hope like all episodes up till now, it's proved to be a little bit thought-provoking and getting our parents and uh, thinking about visiting the ALEC website and visiting you on Facebook and, and tapping into these additional resources and support tools that are available. So thank you again for coming along today. Um, it's been really appreciated you've given up your time to speak to us. So thank you. Thank you, Mitchell. No, it's been brilliant. It's no been lovely speaking to you. That wraps up another episode of Your Mind, Your Body. I hope you've enjoyed listening to Andrew and myself talking today about the good work being carried out by Alec to help support both our children and our parents. Join me next time when I'll be joined by Louise from Sam H and Kirsty from Unite to Prevent Suicide to discuss the difficult subject of suicide. Until then, though, stay safe and stay well.